1: Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say... You really should have
2: led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go!
3: Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. oh
1: welcome man Wednesday December 7th fantasy footballers podcast Mike Andy Jason on the show today
4: I see what you did <laughs> <laughs> oh could be the best open of all time. <laughs> Could be. We'll, well find out. Well, I mean,
1: you've got the Christmas gear on today, so I've got to give it to you.
4: Uh, there is a big Christmas activity planned for the rights mm. after this. Yeah? Uh,
1: after today's show? Or? At,
4: after the work day. Okay. Uh, there will be much uh, festivities, some ice skating. really, Some eating of the, I don't know, Christmas cookies, cookies yeah. and the holiday spirits we've we've Good got, times.
1: we got something planned too, the Holloways.
4: maybe I'll see you there I, I was gonna say <laughs> did yours cost way too much
1: money eh, debatable. <laughs> we're doing one of those uh the drive through Christmas lights oh oh right
4: on. yeah 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 oh mine's I'm hanging out in some some, I don't, pla- some expensive
1: Christmas place yeah um no the first day I listened to Christmas music on the way in what wow. I know like you forty five
3: <laughs> you do it every day. I do, I do. I take my kids to school every morning, and we listen to Christmas. Songs. Do you like the Christmas classics, or do you like the mm. poppy Christmas? We usually, for the sake of the children, they prefer the pop Christmas. Oh, oof, gross. Oh, are no, you a classic? Oh. oh, I love the classics. Yeah. I I switch from the pop. To Give the me all blue eyes.
1: Out. Um, rocking around the Christmas tree spans both. I feel like yeah, there, that, that's pop and classic.
4: Yeah, they're in like run run Rudolph. Like yeah. that one that, that still bangs. Mariah Carey's pretty much yes. generationless here for Christmas music. Totally agree.
1: Her but kids, 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 kids will be making royalties off of that have stuff. Have you
4: seen her like tweet about the, the checks that she gets every oh, holiday no. season? No, I have not, I but mean, I believe it. It's it's an outrageous amount of money. And it will never go away. It All never she wants for Ever.
3: Christmas is cash. I mean, that is <laughs> That's her song.
1: We don't have any Christmas. We need something that is licensed. You guys
3: want to do an album?
1: Mike could do it, dude. We Christmas. could do a Christmas <laughs> album. Like uh, you see, the Eagles. Do they have a Christmas? album? You didn't see the Eagles? What? Oh, it's, oh yeah, I it's saw it. wonderful. New Yeah, Jason this Kelsey year. with the uh, what the? Base? Oh, oh, oh!
2: <laughs> He's
4: thinking the band. The yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? How did uh, that happen? Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Yes, I did see. The uh, people were really excited about some subpar singing.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, when you see the
4: Philadelphia, Kelsey Eagles was and, was fine. Look, he was he was given it is who,
1: whoever was on the uh, soprano.
4: Oh, I didn't make it that far. Oh, much better. <laughs> OK, I'll tune back in.
1: We will be live on Spotify later this afternoon for the uh, Christmas party room. 3 p.m. Pacific, <laughs> 6 p.m. Eastern.
4: It's just going to be Christmas music. Oh yeah, That'd we'll work. We'll, we'll get our album going there. We can get it
1: going. Yeah, uh, Twitter at the FF Ballers. Thanks for joining us today. We have ride or die on the show. Some uh, quite a bit of news to talk about. The Thursday night preview mailbag get you ready for your fantasy playoffs or uh, your big matchup to make the playoffs this week. Lots going on. Lots of drama in our league. So I know there is drama in yours, mm-hmm. and uh, we, it's going to be a good one. We do have oh. an announcement. I need, I need the uh, the Where's horn. Where's the button? Where's the horn? Can someone get me a horn? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Good work, producers. <laughs> oh, that was the. <laughs> there was so many horns. We uh, we wanted to win. Invite. <laughs> we want to win Foot Clan. Invite the Foot Clan to participate. Uh, we were uh, privileged. To be nominated for a couple of Signal Awards, which is their first annual, I believe, uh, listener
4: vote podcast awards. It's from the people, from
1: the Webbys. Yes, so we were nominated for the Best Commute Podcast and Best Video
4: Podcast. Now, when they say Best Commute Podcast, are they just saying, like, it's real long?
1: Uh, Maybe I think yeah, it's I mean, more of the a daily. Legal.
4: I take it as the daily routine. Okay, you're going to listen okay. to this that's, every that's single day. That's way better of it. than me thinking that, Well, there's this is a long podcast. Right. We'll just call it? A commuter.
1: <laughs> best, yeah, best podcast for <laughs> for heavy traffic. Yes. I don't know. Uh Com. It's uh, free to participate. You can vote one time per category. If you want to help for, us out, <laughs> if you, <laughs> oh, you want to help us out, footclanvote.com, We'd appreciate it. That would be um, that'd be swell.
3: The Foot Clan is mighty and strong. Yes. I have no doubt that we will stay undefeated Foot Clan. Come go f- on. Go flex on them. Foot yes. Clan vote. FootClanVote.com.
1: All right, quick question of the day. With one week left in the regular season, what is the current lay of the land in your main leagues? This is a question that comes from the Foot Clan. Are you fighting for a bye week fighting for a playoff spot as much details we want to go into? Sure. obviously, we've got some leagues that are I, I've been mentioning like Brooks and I fighting it out in our dynasty league where mm-hmm. uh we have the craziest league right now where one division is has four members that are nine and four
3: yeah, it's insane, and as of right now, all four from the same division are making the playoffs um in that league I am outside the playoffs now i just i was the the first team out um that's not, the worst place the last to be. team out what do you what do yeah. you call that
4: uh first loser yes okay yes
3: but not last place like although you, i did no. get the 101 yes. from a trade and that's great
1: as you say that's the worst place because you get the worst pick possible but you get none of the playoffs yeah no chance at a championship to transition into our league of record which is what i am primed to receive i and I have a slim chance if Mike loses and another team loses to to sneak into the playoffs. Uh, Mike needs to win, and he's he's probably going to be in.
3: I have the bye week pretty much locked up. Yeah. in that league, and then in our League of Shadows league, we are currently sitting first, second, and third place in that league. So good job, fellas. Good work.
4: Yes.
1: All right. Uh, any you know any headlines oh, uh, there? Also, the Brooks, Megalobol. you getting your
3: first title? I sure hope so. <laughs> but not counting on it. Uh the Bowl, the most important league yes. on planet Earth other than the league of record. Um I uh I would say I have the bye week, but there is no such thing in the Megalobowl. Playoff bound. Remember last year, the League of Record was
1: not the most important league to
3: you. Correct. It just is a matter of uh, what league we can win a championship. So, like Mike, you and yes. I won a championship in the Dino Junior, and that was the most important league. Yes.
4: League of Record stays the most important league till the moment you are eliminated from mm-hmm. the playoffs. Right. What's your a- most important league, Mike? <laughs> Currently, League of Record. Mine, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not
1: by much. Not by much. <laughs> But uh, good luck to everybody out there. I know you're fighting for playoff spots, and uh hopefully my my uh Christmas wish this week is that if you go out, you go out swinging. You don't go out due to first quarter uh injuries. You don't go out due to start sit decisions that you catastrophically made. You go out swinging. If someone beats you, they beat you. I mm-hmm. mean uh, what not everybody wins a championship, just do, one team so do not
4: go quietly. Into the night, yes. yes, as Bill Pullman would say. <laughs> yes, former very, former President Bill Pullman, very famous president philosopher. Yeah, Bill Pullman. <laughs> we do not go quietly into the night because he wrote that. Yes, uh, let's do
1: some
3: ride or die. Ride or die, presented by Chevrolet.
1: Hopping into ride or die last week, uh, it looks as though I got two of three. Jason got one of three. Mike was not here. That is
3: correct. We we basically had the tiebreaker on Alvin Kamara over under 10 fantasy points. He most certainly did not get 10 fantasy points.
1: And uh, before I hop into the week 14 ride or die predictions that Brooks has prepared for us, instead of producing the show like he should be doing, Al is busy figuring out what our Christmas band will be. Mm. Oh, uh, because Brooks can play guitar. Oh, we're we're situating the,
3: the I instruments. I think so. And yeah, okay. I think
1: it's just going to be a bunch of guitars. <laughs> <laughs> I <Nah>. don't.
3: <laughs> I, I'm on I'm on bass and horns. Mike's Are playing you? electric. Brooks on okay. electric to
1: guitar
4: bass. too. Andy on. No, acoustic. Acoustic. no, no, Jeremy can play. Oh, you're on bass. Yeah, yeah. And I, our manager Damon. I'm on be acoustic. On the drums. Oh, that's true. Okay. And what, what's Jason doing? I got vocals, brother. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I was thinking
3: kazoo. Oh, sure. Well, we it's
4: certainly a harmonica, okay. at the very least. That's okay. kind. You know you like, <laughs> The harmonica has not made yeah. its way into Christmas songs well, very often. Like you Yet. actually have to know how to play a harmonica. Yeah. I do. You, you 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 uh you wail? Oh, oh wail so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, do you play anything?
1: I, I played an iPod really well. Oh, oh. you're a DJ. You never did the band thing in I, high school? I could back up dance
2: if you guys oh, need that. <laughs> we Not do. Front line dancing, we which do we need. do need,
4: but the backup dance. We won't have a front dance. Like the uh the uh what up with that? We need our
2: Jason yeah. Sudeikis.
3: Okay. <laughs> All
1: right. This is good. And we're leaving Josh out. Uh week fourteen ride or die predictions, Brooks. What do you have for us?
4: Hi right, guys, DJ Moore at
1: Seattle. He was on bye last week, but in week twelve versus uh, Denver he had eighteen fantasy points. Can you get to 10 fantasy points this week? No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> when given oh, the opportunity man. to bet on DJ Moore meeting a threshold, I will bet against.
3: Yeah. It makes 10 fantasy points. Is a sense. Very low threshold. Don't tell that to Mike Evans. <laughs> yeah. Or Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Or DJ Moore. So I will, I am going to choose die here. um, Sam Darnold gives you a little bit of hope. He had over 100 yards last week uh last time we saw him against the Denver Broncos and the Seattle matchup is not bad, but I would agree with you Andy. When you have a chance to bet against DJ Moore, you take it.
1: Mike?
4: I understand the logic and uh the brain says bet against D- uh, DJ Moore, but my heart will always be with DJ Moore and with like Sam Darnold And DJ Moore putting up 18 points against the Denver Broncos, having a bye week to maybe solidify some things. Uh, I know that Seattle is they're they're good at home, and they're they're a strange team. They they can be hot and cold, but I will buy or, or ride. I'm sorry, I will ride with DJ Moore hitting that threshold. I think he gets enough volume to get there.
1: Najee Harris takes on Baltimore at home. Brooks set the line at top 24. Bye.
3: Mike is ride. In. I forget the game. I'll <laughs> ride. Um, yeah, it's it, this is a this is a really good line because Baltimore's defense has gotten there's
4: six teams on by much better, but that's the issue, <laughs> right? right.
3: that's a hundred percent made it. before you. Um, with six teams on by, didn't you, do it last week
1: against Atlanta. Didn't do it the week before against Indianapolis. Just throwing that out there.
3: Well, last week both of those weeks 25 and 29 so you take six teams away he did
4: it i ride
3: yes what
1: are you I think there do? were six teams on by the week before against indianapolis but i will uh i have to buy uh ride
4: <laughs> we forget our own game
1: i blame you mike <laughs> can we change this to uh can we change it to top 20 oh, sounds good to don't, me
4: don't do that that okay. way i
1: can go ahead and
4: die I'm uh, yeah i'm, I'm with out. i'm with you andy I have him in my rankings as the running back twenty. <laughs> He's in. <laughs> that is, he he is just holding on to the the tailgate there. Uh, I'm gonna ride. Let's okay. go. Let's go, Najee. And then Dak Prescott taking on Houston.
1: Houston just announced they're starting Davis Mills, which I saw. Is, we it, saw coming.
4: Is that better or worse for my Dallas? It's That's worse. worse. Oh, it's much worse. Much much worse. worse. Much, yeah. much worse. Uh, but not by, like... <laughs> like it's not much, by, much worse. They'll only be the number one defense. Yeah, they'll me. be the number one by a, <laughs> yes. a
1: lesser margin. Two passing touchdowns for Dak against Houston.
4: Oh, He has oh, two, there's...
1: two plus in five straight games. The Texans have allowed two passing touchdowns. Get this.
4: Just three times this year
3: allowed allowed. (laughs) allow the the verbiage there is so unfair
4: the other teams have chosen to throw two passing touchdowns only three times and they've needed to throw two
3: passing touchdowns maybe once based on the record I'm going to die here
1: I I don't think he gets to two and he easily could but you are gambling on what the first two touchdowns come from the first two or three and it's just the defense can score, the running game's going to have, I think have it its is, way.
3: I think it is just as likely that Ezekiel Elliott has two rushing touchdowns as it is that Dak throws two touchdowns in the game. So I, I, I will die as well. Andy, you and I are simpatico across the board this
4: week. And I will make sure that I am not completely shut out compared to you guys, so I will also die.
1: It, it, it's been a weird... You're
4: hoping that the, at the goal line they do a fade.
1: It's That's been a weird year because like, the Texans give up points... And they've had a few big games, like the Raiders put up thirty-eight on, and the Chargers put up thirty-four. But then you've had like, you know, t- Titans score seventeen, Eagles twenty-nine. You would have thought maybe they'd put a few more up. Giants twenty-four. You are going to get one defensive, two offensive, at least. Yeah. Right? So,
4: so what are we what are we doing with Dak? I mean, it's bad. Like I, because he's he's good. He has the weapons. Yeah, like Ceedee Lamb has been truly elite this year, and you're fighting for your playoff spot, do you really bench a good quarterback for a streaming option who might be in a uh, shootout potential?
1: I don't think you can, but I was in this exact boat two weeks ago with Tua Tungavailoa, and he went out and put up 20 points. And it was really disappointing for my fantasy team. So, you know, I think the more difficult decision would be if you have Dak or Jared Goff Goff and Cousins. I'll say both in that game. I'm playing the shootout potential there. So
4: yeah. you will you will bench Dak for those two players. I would and I would say I like, would even if you're what if you're the heavy favorite? Um would you just take your quarterback points? Probably. Let
3: me okay. read to you the quarterback points in four point per passing touchdown scored against the Houston Texans going backwards from this last week. Yep. Six point three fantasy points. We won't speak about who that is. <laughs> Uh, 14 <laughs> fantasy points, seven fantasy points, 18 fantasy points, 20. We got to 20. That was Jalen hurts. Who, who put up seven, uh, who put up seven. That would be the Manders. So, oh. uh, Taylor Heineke, uh, 13 fantasy points, 12 fantasy points, 21. I'm all the way back to week four right now. And that was Justin Herbert. I was going say that had to been Herbert. 6.9. Nice. 12.1 and 16.3 so two times on the season Dude. A, a fantasy quarterback has scored 20 points no and they ever barely hit. gone over is 20 on the dot and 21 so there's no upside here to play a quarterback I, I think Dak if you're in a situation where you're the, the the dominant favorite okay go put Dak out there get your 18 19 20 points he's gonna be fine But if you are in a, I need to win, I'm going up against a tough matchup, I I don't know that you're going to get anything special from Dak. And honestly, Cousins and Goff feel pretty safe right now. Like,
1: Goff isn't missing weapons anymore, right? We have a healthy Amon Ross St. Brown. You have Chark out there. Now Jamison Williams is potentially another one. Swift. DeAndre Swift is healthy. Like, Goff is safer than you think at this point. And then Kirk Cousins against Detroit's defense with Justin Jefferson should be
3: safe enough for 20. And he added Hawkinson to the offense which has helped him tremendously and Hawkinson gets revenge game against Detroit who can't guard tight ends. I love that matchup.
1: Yeah. So I think I think you are trying if you need any sort of upside. You've got to make an effort to to move. Like oh, that could that could throw zero touchdowns in this that's game.
4: That's so brutal. That's a that's a really tough decision. It is.
1: That was Ride or Die presented by Chevy Silverado. Learn more about Chevy Silverado at chevy.com.
3: News and notes from around the league, presented by USAA Insurance.
1: Well, we got word this morning that Trevor Lawrence, quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars, will not practice on Wednesday, considered day-to-day and he's unsure to play on Sunday.
4: Which when this came through I went, "What?" And then we didn't we didn't mention this uh during an earlier show, Trevor Lawrence went down season ending injury, like, and just like in a heap. What was it right before the half or yes. something? It and was a bad grabbing injury. grabbing at his leg. He had the, the aesthetics of, Oh no. It looked like, like
3: the Lawrence. knee was done or maybe he had a high ankle sprain at best. He, I mean, honestly, I, I thought that was the end of his season and then he ended up coming out and at, in the second Paul half. Pierce in, it. in starting and now has a foot injury.
4: So, this isn't actually out of nowhere, and it needs to be paid attention to. when When guys have these these foot and ankle injuries, often they can power through for the remainder of a game, but then whoosh, swells up like a balloon and starts to really, really hurt. So, if Trevor Lawrence is your guy heading forward, you need to have uh, you need to prepare just in case Lawrence isn't available.
1: It also impacts your view of Christian Kirk, Zay Jones. Yes, it does. Uh, C.J. Beathard's the backup, just for the record. There, not okay. the end of the world, yeah, but, th- but you don't know who he throw. You know, will they run the ball a ton? Right. Lamar Jackson's knee injury was confirmed as a sprained PCL per Adam Schefter. Matthew Betts, our injury expert, gave us some notes on this multi-week injury, two to four weeks most likely. Uh, the mobility rushing upside is going to be negatively affected. We're probably not going to see any sort of vintage Lamar rest of the year, which begs the question that I know oh, Brooks no. said. Don't ask it all it, over social media. Do you it's just too difficult? Do you just drop Lamar Jackson if it's multi-week, oh, two oh to four God. weeks is most likely. Like this was an offense that was being discussed before Lamar was even hurt as a problem for your fantasy team because he doesn't have explosive weapons. Like Deshaun Jackson just got called up from the practice squad permanently. Uh, Demarcus Robinson's being talked about way too much on this show. <laughs> like, you know, the offense had been struggling. If you take away his rushing, yeah, oh yes. you're, in, you're in deep doo-doo. I mean, he's been on like 14 passing touchdown pace for weeks and weeks and
3: weeks. Yeah, I mean, since that week three explosion and when he basically lost Bateman, uh, his fantasy finishes 13 points, 14, 16, 10, 21, 17, 15. 23 like the you' you're let's say he's fully healthy like he was for all of those games he hasn't been something super special so if you've got to make a move I think you you
4: can and just do the just work out the math let's say two weeks is what he misses okay so he misses 14 misses 15 playing him in the semis off of this injury when you don't know that he's gonna run super duper sketchy. So but that, that matchup is Atlanta in week
3: 16. Oh gosh. So it's going to be it's going to be extremely tempting. Home. Oh my gosh. You but, probably
1: put him on your IR spot hopefully just in case.
4: Right, but saying it would take some real stones to put him out there in that first matchup. And then you're Totally agree. And then it's to the point of okay, I guess if he comes out there and he's perfectly healthy, looks great, then you can play him in championship week. But that's a at this point, when you are penny pinching on your your bench of like, this is the time of year that if I have the spot, I'm looking two weeks ahead for my defensive stash. If you don't have a locked and loaded it, you need to be playing your matchups right now and getting ahead of people. So that's hopefully you got the IR spot, but I I think if you have a shallow bench, you may have to drop him.
1: There was only one team that placed a claim on quarterback Baker Mayfield. It was the. Los Angeles Rams. And so we will be previewing the Rams-Raiders game today. It's not impossible that Baker is available for that game. So ridiculous. If you've watched what, you know, first Bryce Perkins and then John Wolford did, like, Baker is probably fine for that. And their final sunset ride of the Rams this I, year.
4: I saw a, uh, a tweet that was resurfaced. I can't r- remember which beat reporter was, but it was back from the draft year of Baker Mayfield. And, and Sean McVay was extremely high on Baker Mayfield. Oh, I thought he
1: was high on something else. Well,
4: I mean, it, perhaps we all were when we thought that Baker was going to be something special. But so coaches hold on to those feelings of like, I saw this prospect. I'm a great coach. I can turn that prospect into the player he should have been. So there there are those possibilities that McVay actually is interested in Baker. Well, what did when you say yesterday? Yeah, say there's there is I think a very strong likelihood that Stafford will be done. That he will he has his Super Bowl, he has an incredible career, he has more money than he will ever be able to spend in his lifetime because he was still uh he was the number one pick back when the CBAs were still broken. So his first contract, he, he, got, it's probably like 60 he mil. got crazy money as a rookie for never starting a game. I think that Matt Stafford has a really high likelihood of retiring. Um, and either way, so maybe Baker Mayfield's they're trying to start now to look for the future of the quarterback position, or they're playing chess of, we take on Baker Mayfield's salary right now. Should he go and sign somewhere next year with any sort of contractual obligations to that team. Compensatory pick comes back to us, and all we have to do is pay him a million dollars or whatever this year.
1: Yeah. Ba- Baker's not a good enough quarterback to be the future of that team, no matter what Sean I, does.
0: Yeah,
4: I, I tend to agree, but these coaches, they think they can shine a turd very often.
1: Let's take a minute to remember what we were supposed to remember before the season. hmm These quarterbacks, if you just look real quick, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield. Off-season quarterback splashes, mediocre additions, the veteran changing teams. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. The ability to paint the picture with our rose-colored glasses of what can go right. You know, I remember Baker's much better than Darnold and P.J. Walker. No, I mean, he's not. He's not. He got benched. For
3: P.J. Walker, yeah. right.
1: I mean, Matt Ryan is so much better than Carson Wentz. No. No, he was He got wasn't. benched
3: for <laughs> Sam Ellinger.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Carson Wentz is so much better than Taylor Heineke. No, he got benched <laughs> for Taylor Heineke. I mean, that's, so, that's crazy. So let's remember again that very rarely do teams successfully patch that hole through free agency, especially through somebody else's discarded former right. quarterback. Like, the Falcons moved on, right? The Colts moved on from Carson Wentz. The Seahawks moved on from Russell Wilson. That one was a little different. But, you know, you, you just rarely find the Kurt Warner diamond in the rough, the Carson Palmer free agent that fixes it and is fantasy relevant. They traded relevant. For Palmer.
4: Right. Um, which will if, – if Stafford does retire – the the Cooper Cup question over the offseason oh boy. is going to be very difficult Cause yeah. you you can say well he was great with Jared Goff. Yeah, look at Jared Goff in Detroit. He's still a capable quarterback. He he wasn't good enough at least the Rams believe to win the Super Bowl, but he's good enough for fantasy.
1: When you talk about a team that has no draft assets like the Rams, and if they right. lose Donald if they lose um, Aaron Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald and Matthew Stafford I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility they move on from Cooper Cup because they, there's only a few options you have to trade for draft assets. So if you do go into some sort of rebuilding Ooh, mode in a division, that's going to have much better quarterback play than your team. I'm. It's not impossible that they, because that was rumored even earlier this year is like, what assets do you have to give away? Like you can't trade Aaron Donald right. if, he, if he retires.
4: And I think McVeigh would throw the deuces up at that point too. Yeah, I go, would. go get that bag from Amazon.
1: Yeah, you're right. And um that'll be something to monitor this offseason.
4: Enjoy your Super Bowl, Los Angeles. Yeah, and they will.
1: And it's I mean, I wish I had I, would I wish I had one. <laughs> I'll mortgage everything for it. Darren Waller on track to come off injured reserve in week fifteen against the Patriots. This is hyper relevant for fantasy going into the playoffs. The tight end position was led by Noah Fant and forty two yards. Oh, sorry, Taysom Hill. And then Noah Fant this past week. And he's waited an extremely long amount of time to come back from this. Not a guarantee that he'll be productive, but your options are saying, boy, am I gonna roll out like Tyler Conklin this week or try it out with Darren Waller? Like I'm gonna go to Waller.
4: So are you stashing Waller? Hundred percent. If he like Waller might be on waiver wires. Leagues that don't have the IR spot, I think you should go have a peek. Yeah, you have If to. I don't have
1: Kelsey, Andrews.
4: Hawkinson. Yeah. Yeah, I'd put Hawkinson in there. Kittle. Schult- uh, if, Schultz
3: if Schultz Kittle uh, Schultz, uh, Schultz is the line I, I think even if I've got Kittle I would at least pick up Darren Waller just uh, you know you don't yeah. know what Brock Purdy is going to be able to do with this offense yet
1: man do I like his name though Jimmy Garoppolo has a chance to return in 78 weeks not relevant for fantasy that we playoffs Jacoby S-
3: Myers 78 weeks yeah,
4: that's, <laughs> okay I heard it too <laughs> yep okay seven two eight. yeah I spoke a little quickly there <laughs> if it's 78 weeks that's, like, that's that's a very, bad injury it's also very I, precise like well it done is. it is it's not a it's not a year and a half no it's 78 if weeks.
1: you told me like okay he hurt his he hurt his shin <laughs> and he'll be back in 36 days right
4: that'd be pretty cool it's like my newborn is 16 months old <laughs> yeah why are we doing this why are, he's one <laughs> why are we doing this yeah, when does that stop? I don't know. Newborn. I don't know. 24 months? For me, 12 months. Right. <laughs> One. Yeah. We,
1: we, made a, <laughs> we made a thing. It's called a year. <laughs> we did that so you could say a year. Uh, all right, we're moving on here. Damian Harris, Jacoby Myers, not seen practicing. Myers evaluated for a concussion last week. Damian Harris still dealing with the injury from Thanksgiving, and we won't get an official injury report until Thursday, and they play on Monday night. So Jacoby does have an extra day to get through the protocol.
3: Yeah, but you have to plan to be without both these players as of now.
1: Uh, is a plan for Jacoby Myers a different Patriots wide receiver for Monday night? Like, de, like I don't uh, think so. I don't Devontae think Parker is. was really good when Myers is off the field.
3: Yeah, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not opposed saying you you can't do that, but I I don't know that Jacoby Myers is worth the wait when there might you know there's other good options that you can play on Sunday. Uh, and just say, well, I'm, I'm going to play someone that I know is going to be better than hoping that Devontae Parker is the dude.
1: I mentioned Davis Mills back at starting quarterback. Didn't have Brandon Cooks last week for Houston. Um, if they don't have Brandon Cooks again, Nico Collins is a – He'll give volume. He, he's a flex type of play where I – like I'd play him over Jacoby Myers in a question mark.
3: Wayne Gallman practice
1: squad for oh, the Seahawks.
4: Bruce
3: Wayne Gallman is back. You I know. mean, you might want to <laughs> pick him up. Right now, Kenneth Walker, Travis Homer, DJ Dallas, all dealing with injuries. Uh Tony Tony, uh, James Jones, Brooks, Robinson, Earl the Earl. third, um is <laughs> also I mean, Tony I, Jones. Yeah. Uh I I haven't seen an injury report yet, but he left the game with injury with an injury as well.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's tough in the streets right now.
4: It legit could be Wayne Goldman.
1: That was today's news and notes presented by USAA Insurance. Learn more at usaa.com slash insurance. Quick break, and then we're back with the Thursday night preview.
3: This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Some things may seem small at the time, but when you keep them inside, when you keep everything bottled up, you leave those emotions to fester, and they can have some serious negative consequences. I know when I was younger, you know, you don't want to, Always say what's on your mind. You don't want to be seen as ungrateful or insensitive or whatever. But sometimes you bottle those things up too long and they develop into real problems. Talking things out, working through what's weighing you down, it is more helpful than you realize. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I've had therapy. I've had practical, personal advances through therapy, whether I'm learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries personally, how to make better habits in my life. There's a lot of benefit, and you can give BetterHelp a try if you've been thinking of starting therapy. It's entirely online. It's convenient and flexible. It's also easy to get started. You just fill out one brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash footballers to get 10% off your first month.
0: And replacement cost coverage comes standard. That means damaged items are repaired or replaced, even if they cost more today than they did when you bought them, which could put your wallet at ease to tap the banner or visit USAA.com slash homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restriction supply.
1: All right. It is time to jump into a um, <laughs> a Thursday night matchup, and then we'll hop into the mailbag. It's going to be very uh, interesting on Thursday night.
3: Thursday night breakdown.
1: The Las Vegas Raiders are five and seven hot streak. They are taking on the Los Angeles Rams, who are three and nine. The DraftKings sportsbook line here is Las Vegas minus six. I don't even think the drop is available to me right now. Could somebody hit that for me?
4: What? Wolford? You're going to bet on him? Yeah, as soon
3: as a (laughs) drop comes. Andy's almost upset of the week.
1: I like it when I get the face from Jason. That tells me I'm on to something.
3: It It is surprising because of how putrid the Rams have been and, and the, the hot streak of the Raiders. They've won three games in a row, but I do think back to last week where the Rams against the Seattle Seahawks had a competitive matchup, uh, more competitive than you thought it might be when I was putting together like a somewhat safe parlay. I thought about putting the Raiders in there, and I remembered last week and how with Wolford they were better. So I i, I did avoid this matchup altogether.
1: Now, to be clear, me calling for the Rams to make this competitive slash win the game does not mean that I am rooting for that. I like that the Raiders are on this streak. I'd like them to – they're in the mix, right, for a playoff yes, spot. Yes, they can make it. But that's the kind of game the Raiders always lose, the one they should win to make it easy on themselves to potentially get into the playoffs – you mentioned it last week. It came down to the wire for the Seahawks. They had to make a two-minute drill drive to win the ball game against the Rams. It's been great if you have Devontae Adams. Mike mentioned sending in the car earlier this week because mm-hmm. the secondary, the Rams, 25th against wideouts over the last six weeks, 23rd against opposing quarterbacks. So compelling argument there. They are at home in this game. They will uh, get the ball a lot, I think, with the – You know, very limited Rams offense. But if the Rams can make this a lower scoring affair, now the over-under is 44, but if this is a 20-17 to type of game, I think that's where the Rams could make it interesting. Cam Akers was 17 for 60, two rushing touchdowns last week, and plays the 32nd-ranked run defense. The Rams will need to run, and the Raiders will give up plenty of yards on the ground to make Cam Akers interesting this week. Oh, Do you agree? Man.
4: I agree that the, the matchup is there, the volume will be there. I think that Cam Akers is, is pretty locked into the role of the grinder. But that I mean it it's so inefficient. If you're like that stat line of seventeen for sixty without two touchdowns is is uh, just abysmal. Like that that's terrible for for an R B two that you're
3: trying to start since the bye week, which he has played in five games. He has a grand total of two targets cam Akers does. So he's not involved in the passing game and has been very inefficient as a, as a running back. I do agree that in a, as a flex option, you could throw him in there but there is fears of the trap of the carries. Seventeen carries is awesome. Seventy-two percent of snaps is awesome. But two weeks ago, it was mm-hmm. it was fourteen carries. It looked like he's going to get the the you know the lion's share of the workload, and then and then week twelve against Kansas City in a plus matchup
4: comes out has eight carries. Well, it's, so it's the game script. Like we were saying, the 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 game with the the Seahawks was competitive and close. So if if you if you are projecting this to be a closer game, then then Acres is fine. If you are looking at this, going, I well, I think the Raiders are going to you know dominate this game. Then Kyron Williams will be on the field a whole bunch more. So it's it's Kyron, how, yeah. how do you see the how do you see the game shaping out?
1: Completely agree. Kyron only out there twenty eight percent in the game where you know they had the lead and they were trying to control the clock. Uh, I do think Akers is going to get back into the end zone this week. I think he's got that opportunity against the Raiders.
3: Is that a uh, is that a guarantee? That was a think. Yeah. That was a think. Okay, I was just asking, <laughs> seeing what he's seeing. I mean,
1: of all the bets in all the world, sure, <laughs> oh, sure. Man. Yeah. Oh man, well, let's no. just wrap them all into one yeah, game. Yeah,
4: let's let's just two-legged the
1: almost upset, mixed with the <laughs> touchdown guarantee. Let's just let's just put myself firmly in the camp of the team that's lost six straight games. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. right. Okay. Rams. Go Rams. Amazing. Uh, Who's the quarterback? That would be the John Wolford.
3: Okay. Are we sure?
1: Unless he doesn't play.
4: Unless it's uh, Baker Mayfield.
1: Yeah. You know, making a new home <laughs> in Los Angeles. I Look, Josh Jacobs, you play him. Adams, yep. you play him. Yep. Carr, you play him. Matt Hollins, based on how the secondary has been playing for the Rams and the target totals. Like, Hollins made a big splash earlier in the year on touchdowns. In the past few weeks, he hasn't. he's only had one touchdown, and it was kind of on a broken play, but nine
4: targets. Yeah, two of the last three games.
1: Exactly. So I think he is in contention, and I'd probably start – like, would you start Matt Collins over any wide receiver in the Rams locker room? Yes. Ben Skoranek might not even play.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know who you would start on the Ram. You know, the Rams receiving core, maybe you throw Van Jefferson out there tutu atwell's been on the field i there's with a the, Powell. yeah a powell um could but no i i would certainly start Mac collins over any one of those guys
1: as i go through this depth chart on the rams feels real good with the upset thing that i said you know because <laughs> they're just they're
3: loaded just pull up a picture of sean mcveigh stare at that and it feel better
1: okay all right uh darren waller on track to come back Next week, so if you want three for 32 with a chance of a touchdown, Foster Moreau is waiting for you. I think that's it for this game. I mean, it's uh, Raiders on a streak, three in a row. Still in the picture. About to blow it on Thursday night. Oh, man. All right, the rankings, the starts at tool. It's on the website, thefantasyfootballers.com. Let's head into the mailbag. Mailbag.
2: mailbag.
1: yeah. All right. If you have a question for the show, you can go to the website, thefantasyfootballers.com, click the Submit a Question button or dial the voicemail hotline, 302464-TFFB. Kick it off with a voicemail question.
0: All right, guys, got a quick question for you. Recently just got married, and now my current wife has a question.
4: She needs to know Josh Palmer, Gary Judy, or Michael Gallup this week. You guys are the best. Thanks so much. Go thanks. I, I missed the question because I got really hung up on my current wife. <laughs> well, now now it's a big deal I, when you I call know, but your wife. you might want to go with a different word than current. Right, that <laughs> because, does imply yes. that it will not be forever.
1: If you took current out, it, the sentence would work just yeah. fine. <laughs> Even
3: just now, yeah, now, my now, wife. Wife. yes Yes, right. there you go. Yeah, don't um,
1: also, I mean, technically current, but we, yeah, it doesn't send the right message.
4: So congratulations for getting to be the voicemail on this incredibly popular podcast, but I would not play or hear this clip. Yeah, Current voicemail. Yeah, Current voicemail. <laughs> Current coach, Sean McVay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I do want, <laughs> full PPR, I want to answer this one oh, because man. I think I have a, I might have a different take than you guys. All
4: right. Okay, I've got my answer, so let's hear yours. I That's am, how the, the question was uh, Palmer, Judy, or Gallup? Yes.
1: I am in the camp of Jerry Judy. Uh, And and, and I don't want to make it fully contingent on whether Sutton suits up, but if Sutton doesn't play in this game, I think Jerry Judy will be very involved. Uh, He was already the favorite receiver uh, of Russell Wilson before his injury. Came back last week. Sutton had no targets, got hurt, 43% of snaps. The game script for this one, is you know, Kansas City's going to score on the Denver defense. So, Russell's going to have to throw the football. you gotta play four quarters, and I think Jerry Judy actually has more upside than these other two players
3: i I completely understand that i I figured that was where you were going in a full p p r since he has the opportunity to have the target market share of that offense i I get that I would lean on the Joshua Palmer side. I still like him. I realize Mike Williams is coming back, so you know this isn't contingent. Just like the Cortland Sutton situation, it, for me, it's not contingent on Mike Williams missing this game. But Palmer, in a game against Miami, 51.5 point over-under, you look at the target counts, I realize it's without Mike Williams, but it does say that this quarterback, Justin Herbert, has been utilizing Joshua
4: Palmer. Past six games, averaging about 10 targets a game. Yeah,
3: 10, 8, 10, 7, 11, 12 before that. I mean, he's been involved. It's a better game, but better quarterback.
4: I lean that way. So if Mike Williams is out, I would go with Palmer, and if he's in, then I'd go to Judy. Okay,
1: which is three of us not going with Gallup against Houston. Yeah,
4: which uh, Houston—it's it's so bizarre of like how how terrible their secondary is, and you can't target them. Yeah, I mean, if you, if
1: you if you just assume they get two quarters of <sighs> play, I think we'd always bench those players. Dolphins uh, question from Twitter. Jack Goddard says, who do I start between Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert? Have three players on bye, so I have to start at least one. Uh, this is a good luck juicy <laughs> matchup against the Chargers. I am in a position where I have to start. Oh, you have both of them? No, I have to start Raheem Mostert in oh. a couple of leagues. Well, And I'm moving forward with him, and I am hoping that it works out. He has had some great games this year. Both of them have had great games together. Jeff Wilson had a peculiar lack of total opportunities last week. Seven attempts for Mostert against the San Francisco defense, and he was actually a nice 4.3 a carry. But that game just, you know, eight attempts between the two of them.
3: Yeah, it it was really bizarre. Raheem Mostert played 60% of the offensive snaps. Jeff Wilson was down to 38%. That was a complete flip of what we had seen prior to that. It's so tough. We don't have insider knowledge, so you have one of two uh, kind of thoughts that you have to believe. You have to say, well, the most recent sample we have says that Moster is the starting running back ahead of Jeff Wilson. Maybe he was dealing with some injuries in the previous weeks, and so we have to go with the most recent thing we've seen, or we say, well, the majority of time that these two have played together, Jeff Wilson has been the starter, and this last week was Kind of a unique situation going back to San Francisco, playing a team with a lot of familiarity, and there could be specific game plans for that. I lean on that side. I think that I'm taking the sample size of kind of a month of games of these two players being active together, and I lean the Jeff Wilson side, but there really is not a way for any analyst that is outside the Miami Dolphins building to know who is going to be the leader in the timeshare.
1: Yeah, and I'll just add one thing to it. Like, even in the games where Wilson has had success, Mostert has always been the starter when active. But the amount of opportunities for Wilson have seemed to beat out Mostert over the course of the game. And that's what makes it so hard is that, you know, Mostert's dealing with the knee injury. So do they manage those reps after the first quarter or so? And and if they have this game... In control, I imagine you would see more Jeff Wilson, Mike. Do you lean the Wilson side? Do you lean the Mostert side?
4: Yeah, I lean the sample side. I mean, as small as it is, I mean, how many games? Which do we sample? Have? Like, the, the sample before last <laughs> week? No, the, the sample of of Jeff Wilson being in Miami, which is what do we have? Four, four games, five games, but he has had more opportunities in the majority. So I lean Jeff Wilson. Gotcha. But four games, five weeks. Okay, but I do. I think Raheem Mostert is very playable. This week, especially with the six teams on by, I think that most will it'll be more like the the games we've seen because the matchup is juicy. Of the answer is both. Both will have I fine think that,
1: games. I think that's probably probably right. Uh, what what week did he he come over from Miami? Was that week eight or week nine?
4: It's a uh, great question. Week it's a gr- week, a great nine. Question. week nine. Week nine is
1: week nine was the the first week for Wilson.
4: Yes, against Chicago.
1: Yeah. So, so Mostert, since that time, obviously he missed a complete game, but he hasn't hit 10 carries. He's averaged eight attempts. Wilson's averaged uh, 10 attempts in those games. It's tough. Like you said, Mary. no inside information as to what running back will complement the offense better against Los Angeles this week. Question from Gio Bio. Would you? Gio Bio? Yeah, that's okay. it. Okay. Who would you start, Devin Singletary or Jared Cook against the Jets? Another one of those tough situations where it was like, did Jared Cook – was this a
4: – The tight end? I think it's supposed to be James Cook. Yeah, I would imagine it's James the Cook. Re, the, the not playing tight end? <laughs> James Cook, So yes. Jared, I mean, Jared Cook.
1: I ah. put this one squarely on Brooks's shoulder. Yes. Yep, that yep. was
4: this guy. That's a burgundy situation. Yeah. So James Cook. James Cook. Much better option than Jared Cook. I
1: am on the side of James Cook, but you have to make a decision as to – one, you have to acknowledge you could be wrong. That this, could have been a single game versus – a breakout
4: very Jeff Wilson Raheem Mostert
1: but I'm gonna go with the numbers of how players that are rookies at the running back position progress over the course of the year I'm gonna go with the eyeballs Jared Cook not Jared Cook James Cook uh the running back Jay Cook has more juice Brooks I'm gonna kill you I love that I love that the question is being modified in the doc but the name is staying Jared Cook oh yeah why are you not changing the name Jared Cook or James Cook okay jared cook is the set easy question jason do you uh what what do you think is going to happen here over the back (laughs) half of the year for the bills
3: um with james cook uh i i this is a little bit different than the Raheem mosterd uh jeff wilson situation in the sense that james cook is a rookie running back who you wait for them to get the opportunity to really prove it and then once he does and he looked so good, you would expect him to hold on to that. Um, so there's, there's a little bit of a difference. However, he's been there the whole season. And, you know, we, we just in, in, in similarities to that Dolphins backfield, you have a really large sample of Singletary being out there 70% of the snaps in the vast majority of games. This is a matchup that I believe will be close. I don't think that the Buffalo Bills, I, I believe their favored nine and a half points uh, was the last spread I saw, which says it's not close. If it's not close, I think you're going to have more James Cook. I believe that this will be a close divisional matchup, um, and so I lean on the Singletary that, side. That's
1: the thing that killed me last week, is it did, it didn't follow that script. You know, this was a game where the James Cook got all the early work, and they were down, and it was competitive. Like we were, because like, we've been making that storyline all year, right? Where like Devin Singletary was part of close games, but last week was not the case. James Cook had, like we were talking about it on Slack all through the beginning of that game. It was like, this is a lot of James Cook. This is a lot of James Cook. Why are we getting first half James
3: Cook? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't when the score got out of hand, but I do think that the the that the actual uh, matchup was not as difficult as it will be against the the Jets. I mean, they won the game 24 to 10. It wasn't so much that James Cook came in in relief and cleanup duty, um, but the the Jets are battling. You know, the Jets are still in contention here for the division, aren't they?
4: Or are they out of the running now? The division, I'm not sure. They're still fighting for the playoffs. Between the two, oh, I I think I would go James Cook who has like over the past 2 weeks 11 total targets man he has the, so much more juice yes, than that's, it's, this is this is an extremely difficult situation i do not envy making it but if i had them both in am my on my bench i'd go james cook man what but but you're you're trying to get in the playoffs here can you reliably start
3: either one of these guys like you could you could throw one of these guys in the lineup and have a five carry game because the yeah. other one oh, just yes, has sure. the work it's really difficult but i The more that I think about it, I go to the the side of James Cook because of the juice, because of the athleticism. And at the end of the day, if both guys end up with the same workload, if they both got 10 carries and five targets, I would rather have the presumed output I will get from James Cook than from Devin Singletary.
1: Last week in the first half, 10 10 touches for Cooks. Devin had five. And you had nine But he's going to be the goal
3: line. You had Naeem Singletary, Hines quite involved. Goal. Yeah.
4: And you have so you have the the game in week eleven against the the Cleveland Browns, eleven for eighty six. That was James Cook on the ground. They followed they rewarded the, the the young rookie with two carries the next week against Detroit. Did he fumble that week? Uh n- I Which did not week was have that? a registered fumble. The week beginning 12.
1: of twelve. Oh, okay. Um This question from Twitter. Do I trust Garrett Wilson or Tyler Lockett more in a matchup? I'm favored in this. Wow. We're just going to be. These are. (laughs) These are all haymaker questions. What is happening? Garrett Wilson takes on Buffalo. Lockett against Carolina. Lockett has scored in five straight games. Lockett had, I believe, 12 targets
3: last week. Maybe more. I think it was 12. He had nine catches. That's off the top of my head. Carolina is also terrible against the slot, of which you've got what was it about forty percent of Lockett's snaps come from the slot.
1: I also don't think they're going to run the ball. I mean, they, yes, they don't have a running game, um, so you know, Lockett is more trustworthy here.
4: The 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 real benefactor of all the running back injuries is probably the wide receivers, and I would, why I can't imagine a world where you're actually benching Garrett Wilson though. Like how who are the who are the other players on your team? Well, I have here's
3: here's Garrett Wilson's uh just his his stat lines the last uh 5 games. 6 for 115 on 7 targets, 8 for 92 on 9 targets, 2 for 12 in a game that got Zach Wilson extradited out of New York. And then New quarterback comes in, eight targets, five for ninety-five, and two touchdowns. Oh man! And the game
1: script says, I mean, if they're if they're underdogs, the game script says they're going to need to throw the football. Um, it's eight just for tough. One sixty-two
3: this last week. Man. I mean,
1: Lockett has been twelve, fifteen, eleven, fourteen, twenty-three. So trust. You had a first half where Garrett Wilson did nothing, but he's more explosive.
4: Yeah, Eileen. He's
1: more 200-yard potential. Eileen Eileen
4: Lockett. Oh, gosh. Eileen Lockett.
1: These questions are too hard, Brooks. Please give us easier
4: questions. Also, this game is in Buffalo, so I don't think we're expecting expecting weather yet, but that could be a problem.
1: I have to bench Tyler Lockett in the league this week. What? For who? Jefferson.
4: Yeah. Okay. Tyreek Hill. Okay. For sure. Yeah.
1: A.J. Brown.
3: Uh huh. Congrats. Yeah. All right,
1: DeAndre Hopkins. Well, oh sure. Okay.
3: All right. Fair enough. You're not benching him. You're just. I feel rude. I feel like yeah.
1: I'm doing something wrong. I wish I could still trade.
3: Yeah, that's that's tough. That was hundred percent
1: me just setting up.
3: You're you wanted to? Flex? I just
1: wanted to talk about the four players yeah. I have in that league.
3: Um, where you're behind both Mike and myself record-wise. Um, 35 percent chance of per- <laughs> precipitation right now for Buffalo, but okay. does not. I mean, it's it's. Pretty early,
1: um, Al. You you think the Singletary Jared Cook is a layup?
4: Well, yeah. If it's yeah. if it's Jared actually Cook? Jared Cook, not even playing. Oh, yeah.
1: I got gotcha. you. Yeah,
4: you got tricked again. I
1: did.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: he did that just so he could hit the drop. I hope so.
1: Yeah, you're not plotting our band anymore, our Christmas
3: band? No, we got that unlocked. It's all figured out. Who's, I, I'm just booking venues right now.
4: Who's on the synth? Because if it's, if it's Christmas...
3: Oh, well, you know who that is. That's who? Schneider.
1: Yeah, that's Uh-oh, Schneider, oh, he's for sure. On the keys. Oh, the how, piano man.
4: How dare it's probably, me. <laughs> He's probably going to be vocals, <laughs> He's too. probably lead vocals, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> if you want to listen to me talk about Jared Cooks more, we will be on Spotify Live this afternoon, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, one more reminder for you, footclanvote.com. If you've got, you know, the Christmas spirit flowing through your veins and you want to uh, cruise on over to footclanvote.com. It is two clicks, to vote for us for both categories, and we'd really, really appreciate it.
4: Yes, we would.
1: As we appreciate all of you, the Foot Clan, thank you for tuning in. Never not working. The matchup preview starts of the week, boom boom kicker. All coming at you on tomorrow's episode of the show. Thank you to the producers, Al, Judge Giamatti, the Borgogan. We'll be back tomorrow. See you later,
3: everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter
2: at the FFBallers.